0: Hey, sis, welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast. Are you a working, high-achieving professional woman, constantly working extra shifts to keep your finances in order? Have you found yourself being overwhelmed, exhausted, constantly worrying about your financial future? Are you always starting and stopping projects, delayed in completing tasks, or postponing things? you need to accomplish in your life because you believe you're not financially fit enough to enjoy your life? Do you secretly believe in order to have a healthy financial future, you have to keep hustling and neglect yourself in the process? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then this podcast is just for you. I am your host, Dr. Tammy, a board-certified emergency physician, wife, and mom of two. I'm also your power coach. This podcast will transform the way you've approached your mindset about money so that you can have a renewed, refreshed, and re-energized life so that you can practice medicine on your own terms and also monetize your purpose. All right, well, let's get into it. Facebook. I am on here for the embarrassment challenge for my coaching program. Dr. Kimmy, my coach, has challenged us to come on and embarrass the heck out uh, heck out of ourselves uh, this this month. Um, and so, in all transparency, I have been embarrassed to continue to do lives on my personal Facebook page. Um, I do have a private Facebook page called the money mindset MD. And I usually, if I'm going to go live, I'll usually go live in there. Cause I'm at least, I feel comfortable that all my friends and family that have known me as an emergency physician, they're not seeing me promoting my business. But at the end of the day, I just really want to put it out there that like, this is what I am doing. I am an entrepreneur. I'm a physician entrepreneur. I am a money coach, right? Money mindset coach. And I am here to serve women physicians and helping them be able to quit their toxic oppressive jobs but first they need to create passive income to do so right or they need to get at least comfortable with money and debt and savings and investing and spending and basically all the things that's required in order to be able to eventually leave or cut down or reduce their clinical hours and so you know, I have felt uncomfortable, I have felt very, very, very uncomfortable coming on my personal page to talk about this, but I'm like, you know, honestly, this is what's required, like, you need to understand my perspective, you need to understand where I'm coming from, where that, where that, that passion comes from, and then some shifts that's going on in my business that I didn't know was going to be going on, but anyway... I just got off of a, um, I just got off of a call with a high achieving, professional, beautiful woman. And some of the things that came up was that basically in medicine, we have been, so we have been conditioned to try to be perfect. Right. And a lot of that, it has to do with the fact that we have lives that we're taking care of, right? And so any mistake can be detrimental to a patient's life. It can be costly. And I think a lot of the times we take that conditioning into our finances, right? So we feel like we have to be perfect with our finances. And then when we're not perfect with our finances, we beat ourselves over the head. We beat ourselves up, literally feel guilt, shame, all of the things that, one doesn't suit you two does not change the situation and three literally can like delay what you're trying to accomplish right and so i want to dispel that myth you do not need to be perfect in your finances but you need to be able to have that fluidity right like and understand just like the stock market just like anything goes up and down. Like there are times where you'll have profit, you'll have losses, you have profit, you have losses, but being able to mitigate that, right? And like, if you're on the roller coaster, just hold on, just hold on. Because ultimately, right, you'll see that, yes, there may have been a dip in your money and whatever avenue you decided to invest it in. But if you hold on to it long term, if you hold on to it long term, you'll see that where you started two years ago, or where you started five years ago is much higher, or where you are is much higher 10 years, 20 years from now. Right? And so just hold on, just hold on to the seat, right? Hold on to the bucket, like hold on to your seatbelt. You're not, there's nothing wrong. There is nothing wrong. You can make certain decisions to be still, Despite whatever it may look like around you, be still and know that your finances will be taken care of. Okay. This is the part that I'm going to add. And this is the part that's a part of my framework, right? God is the ultimate source of the wealth. He's the ultimate source of the wealth creation, right? And so if I have my eyes steadfast on Him, and if I have my eyes steadfast on Him, and He's taking care of, The lilies. He's taking care of the earth. He's taking care of other things. If I'm made in His image and likeness, why wouldn't He take care of me? Because I'm a reflection of Him. But first, that requires for me to surrender and put my all in God first, and then everything else will be added onto Him, onto me. Those are just the the rules and the principles of the Bible. Like it's literally there for us. It's our guide. For those of us that are believers, there may not be people that believe in that, and that's 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 entire that's fine. But I'm talking to the woman who is a believer, right? So, if I put my hope, if I put my thoughts under the obedience of Christ, then I know that my finances will be taken care of. I know that I will be okay. And the reason why i know that i would be okay is because currently right now i'm okay right because he has taken care like if you look back over your life overall especially for those that come in maybe they're from immigrant backgrounds they're first generation the way he took care of your mama he took care of your grandmother he took care of our ancestors why wouldn't he take care of us right now and he has taken care of us right Many of us in the medical field are coming in negative debt, right? Negative, excuse me, net worth. And we get so caught up on the numbers. We get so worried about, you know, well, how am I going to pay this? And how am I going to do that? And, well, maybe I shouldn't spend my money on this project because I need to pay for that. that. You know, instead of just saying, okay, God has that plan. I'm gonna listen to his will for my life. I know that once I put my trust in him and my hope in him, everything else would be taken care of. Now that's not to say that you just sit there willy nilly and just manifest and just, cause faith without works is dead, right? So you literally have to take the action steps. You have to take the action steps, right? But the first thing is, understanding what your mindset particularly about money is are you someone that avoids your money are you someone that hoards your money are you someone that overspends to make yourself feel good are you someone who you know just basically feels like spending on yourself is a waste there's these these are these are all thought errors that like could be limiting and inhibiting you truly monetizing the purpose that God has planned for you on this earth, right? Some of you may say, well, medicine was, I thought was my purpose. And that's fine. But I know many of us want to be able to practice medicine on our own terms. We want to be able to have patience over profits. We don't want to chase RVU. We don't want to chase money. We want to be able to actually spend time with the patients and talk to them and get to know them and ask them about their children and ask them about their lives, right? But then when we're in these jobs that are profit over patients, you are running in and out of these rooms using 15 minutes to talk to the patient and then wondering why there's a disconnect. And it's not to any fault of your own, right? Because you feel that pressure, you were conditioned from medical school, from residency to operate in that manner. I'll tell you this, in 2020, as 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 harsh as this may sound, when the pandemic hit, that was a blessing in disguise for many of us. Now I do, I do not want to take for granted the many lives and family members that were lost during that period, but it was like a it was like an awakening happened. Like it was literally like an undoing that was going on, like a literally undoing and that undoing and unlearning right has led to one, the plan for the mass exodus from the workforce. Many people are looking back and saying, Oh, I was almost disposable during that period. Um, the government and the hospital systems and the insurance companies and all of these people did not truly care about the healthcare workers. Many of us were putting our lives on the line when we were going to work, okay? We did not know anything about that virus, yet they were telling us, you could wear a cloth mask or you could wear you know, you could repeat and use the same mask over and over, right? I was heavily pregnant at the time. I was about 30, 30, 32 weeks pregnant. We had no idea what was going on. I was terrified. We were terrified, right? So many of us are still dealing with that, like healing from that, that trauma of the COVID period, the pandemic. Not only that, the trauma that we're still healing from is being people pleasers in medicine, right? Being people pleasers and being avoidant of money and financial discussions, right? We think that we don't need to talk about finances for whatever reason in the medical field. We feel like we don't need to tell people, hey, this is how much they're paying right i think now there's a move like people are starting to wake up right especially in the locums environment and stuff people are starting to wake up and say like look we need to band together and make sure that we increase those rates because us avoiding our money does not do anything it doesn't serve you it doesn't serve the patient it doesn't serve anybody right because if you or avoiding your money, you're not knowing what the, the standard rates are. You're just taking any willy any willy nilly pay that they give you. Guess what? You're going to be strapped, stressed, you know, burnt out, tired, working so hard, and feeling bitterness inside. Like just feeling like tired all the time, exhaustion. Right. And it's not an exhaustion, like sometimes it's a physical exhaustion, but more so it's like an emotional, mental exhaustion. Who wants to live like that? Who wants to live like that? So us not talking about our finances is detrimental to self. And if you are empty, how can you serve the patients that you so much care for? How can you do that, right? What I want to see in the physician community, especially with people that come from marginalized groups is I want to see them creating passive income so that they can decide to cut back, right? Reduce their clinical hours if they choose to, or completely leave their toxic oppressive jobs so that they're truly monetizing their purpose, their God-given talent, right whatever that may be right whatever talent that may be whether it's you're a designer whether you're selling hair whether you're selling whatever it is that you're selling right but first 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 we need to talk about the money we need to talk about the money we need to talk about the money and stop avoiding the money money is there it's not look money is not the problem (laughs) money isn't the problem it's what we as the human the feelings and the thoughts that we assign to it that's where the you know where it gets a little hairy but the money itself ain't the problem it's our thoughts and our feelings And our wounds and our traumas and all the things that go on here, as far as your mindset about money, that truly affects what you are doing with the money, ultimately. So I just decided to come on here completely embarrassed, but I'm like, that's okay. I'm on here. I am embarrassed. And, but I just want to make sure that I'm able to offer the way that I can help in terms of helping you change your relationship with money, changing your relationship with money. Is not just manifestation. It's not just writing down affirmations. It's not just It's not a, it's not a, it's not a, a module in one course. It's an active like process overall. It's an active process, right? There's something that one of my coaches said that I thought was very, very, very free said, "Hate faith comes by hearing, right? and we're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight and so if you're walking by faith in your financial life knowing that god will take care of everything then as it looks as it looks in the current moment should not bother you right if things aren't perfect because you know that ultimately You will get to where you want to get to whatever that looks like right and being able to sit down and have your written plan right it makes a huge difference because then you have a sense of exactly where you're going when you put it pen to paper pen to paper a written plan a written plan so that you don't feel like you're out here chasing and you know, everything is ambiguous. It just seems so nebulous. It's so, you know, seems so stressful. How do I do it? Have your written plan. My number and your numbers probably not the same. And that is fine. That is fine. Right? Don't do the comparison, right? Comparison is a thief of joy, right? There's all these physician groups and people will talk about, I have X amount of money and they feel like it's not enough. And another person might look at that post and say, man, I wish I was there. There's so many different variations. The goal is stay in your lane, right? Understand what. Your financial picture looks like where you're coming from, some of the historical patterns, what you thought about money. And then now from there, once you understand that, like you have the awareness and a lot of people just don't have that awareness. But once you have that awareness, now you can plan the steps going forward. Okay. I just thought I'd leave that with you guys today. Those are some thoughts that it came up, had come up for me. Um, at this moment, I do have space for one more person in my coaching program. It's a one-on-one coaching program where we talk about all the mindset strategies that's needed in order to make more money and create passive income. Then we go through all your objective data. Then we talk about how you want to build wealth, some of the plan towards that, and then overall my main thing is I will be helping you execute along the way, right? Along the way, I will help you execute. And then from there, you do that process over and over and over until you're able to quit that toxic, oppressive job or reduce your clinical hours or make more money in different ways we can talk about how that would look like for you once we get on a strategy call, okay? So what I want for you to do is at the end of this, I'm gonna leave my link below where you can now go ahead and book your one hour strategy session with me. So we can talk about what you want your 20, well, we don't even have to go to 24. We can look talk about what we want the rest of 23 to look like and then talk about 24 and then you start making a plan, right? it makes no sense to continue to be the same way and have the same mindset and not change anything. Right. This is literally the end of the year. And when you look back at 2022, do you want to still be in the same position in 24? Anyway, I'll leave my link below. Let's chat. Have a good day. Bye.